Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, along with a couple guests that I have with me here this morning. We have a rough plan. If I don't know if you just listened, but Bill and I were here for the last two hours. I was more prepared for that than I am for this. But <laughs> uh, so we have Bill Conley, who decided that he would stay with me for Mortgage Financial, of course, and the one and only Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspection Services. Hey, good, good morning, morning Sharon. Morning, I have Bill. you sitting. Good morning, Steve. I have you sitting in the big guy seat over there. I, I was too lazy to switch seats. You got it. Yeah, you're all set up <laughs> with your computer and your notepad and yeah. ready to go. I know. We were doing live. We were interactive, like Bill says. It was intera- interactive, interactive radio. radio. That was really interesting, but I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the last show. We were on with Mike and we were talking about Florida properties. Yes, quite interesting on the drive up. Yeah, yes, it was yes. interesting. I think that that would be a good show to do like maybe like in December or January. Oh, de- definitely. I'd say probably right after Thanksgiving when people are starting to see those snowflakes falling. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's we'll do that. for Florida property. <laughs> absolutely. Did you hear about the bugs down there? I'm not yes. bringing any of those yes. home. I know you're always looking for those. I got a couple jaws behind you, but yeah, oh, will yeah, the lids off. Stuff. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Sharon's <laughs> bringing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, I do have to talk to you about these little pesty bugs I get in my shower. What oh, are boy. they? They won't go away. Like silverfish? Like no, they, no, no, no. They fly. They look like little teeny little flies, but they're not flies. They're oh, they have like big wings, wide wings on them, mm-hmm. and they come up through the drain. I, is that are they coming from the drain? Yeah, they probably if they. Uh, he's drawing me pictures. Sorry, everybody. This there. is all about me. Interactive radio. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, they're little. They're very, very little. And they have fat wings. Yeah, yeah. Echo back. Yeah, those are coming up through your drain. So what? Usually, are we, I see those when we're doing like a uh, septic system inspection. If you leave yeah. the cover off for like twenty minutes, all these type of bugs. So what's that mean? Like there. coming up? Well, how do we get rid of them? Yeah, you may want to have uh, Mark check the trap or something like that. Oh, okay. There may be something that's dried out. You know, oh. some place, plumber? Uh, maybe a good plumber. Yeah, yeah I know a good plumber. Yeah. So Mark yeah. McNamara, McNamara, if you are listening, you uh, that's your job. Yeah, but yeah. I think those are surge bugs coming up. Oh, gross. Yeah. But you yeah. see, see, the problem is that, you know, it's kind of like the, the cobbler whose kids go yeah. with their shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's the plumber. Yeah, yeah the plumber's exactly. wife has, yeah. you know, leaky faucets and things oh, like yeah. that. No, it isn't really that bad, but I don't want these bugs here anymore. And we have Ehrlich, you know, that would come to the house and they spray and stuff right. like that. I should. I was going to put some in a baggie for you today, but I guess we'll save that. We're, we still promised everybody, our listeners, people are still asking me, when is Steve going to your house to do a home inspection? That's right. Mark's not going to let me till he fixes everything up. I think. So here's the good news. The <laughs> trim is being replaced on our house this week. Good. So we will plan that for sometime soon. So Excellent. when you slow down, obviously, because you're super busy, yes. it's one of the things we want to talk about right now is, you know, with timelines and when we're putting in offers. Again, this is Sharon McNamara. It is a call-in radio. So I want you to call 781-837-4900. We didn't have any callers for the last two hours, so I'm assuming people are out doing stuff. But 781-837-4900. Again, I'm here with Bill Conley, and I am here with Stephen Cook. Um, timelines when it comes to, you know, putting in your offer and then having a home inspection. Bill said to you, you have to hire more people. I mean... Exactly. Well, we have three <laughs> full-time inspectors now. Yeah. We do have an ad in the paper. We are looking for someone who's qualified to uh, it, it's, come it's, on board. I know one of the problems we get in the mortgage industry right, right now is, is that um, as appraisers are leaving the business, either retiring or whatever, there aren't enough people replacing them. Oh, same yeah. thing in the so uh, home inspection same field. Same thing in your business. You know, right. so. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the home inspector list, looking back, uh, say, 10 years ago, 
was about 800, you know, 900 inspectors in the state, and today it's, uh, you know, close to four, 425. Wow. wow. You know, That's a lot. Yeah, just the expense and the amount of work you have to do just to get into the, you know, to become licensed, you know, yeah. for that. I'm always surprised when you tell me how much you know education that you do need. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, I, of course, I think you're quite intelligent, but I'm always like, that's a lot for someone to commit. I think that some people maybe think, hey, I, you know, I'm a builder, or in my past life, I can do this easy enough. But it isn't as simple as that. But two different licenses, you know, between a contractor's license and a uh, home inspector's license. Yep. Yeah. And I am jumping around a little bit, and I do that when I have thoughts. But I, I really do want people to know that it is really important to have a licensed home inspector doing your home inspections because as a listing agent on a property recently, um, I wasn't my client's buyer's agent nine years ago when they purchased, but the home inspector that they had come in wasn't really, didn't do a thorough job. So I don't even know who that person was. Um, The agent that they used, the buyer's agent's no longer in business. So I don't know, but there were some things that came up when we went to sell this house that should have easily been seen nine years ago. But then I always hear, oh, my my uncle is a contractor, so he's going to come buy Mm -hmm. the house. And he's going to take a looky. Yeah, we see that all the time, especially on the uh, weekends. You know, you sometimes you have between eight to ten people there during the uh, actual home inspections. You get the parents, the in-laws, and mm-hmm. usually something gets broken, something gets spilled, or you know, yeah. just a lot of confusion going on. Well, I think people are doing it without even having you. Like, just right. well, my uncle's going to do it. I highly recommend that you don't do that. Like, you have to have because you're looking at everything. I mean, from A to Z. Exactly, and just focusing in on that and not you know caring about you know how nice you know the floors are and things of that nature you there and how big the house is mm-hmm. it's more electrical plumbing heating pretty much standard you know whether it's you know a 600 square foot house or you know a 4,000 square foot house steve is more objective as opposed to being subjective mm-hmm. exactly yes yeah i mean and i don't think i think sometimes people think you're just in there to find what's wrong oh he just has to earn his worth like how many right. times do we hear that i'm almost sort of tired oh, all of the it. time but that's basically i'm not the t- i'm not there to tell you what's good it's pretty much you know what's wrong with the house and what to expect mm-hmm. and you know, i'm just you know the bearer of bad news but that's you want to know the bad news before you, you, know, you get that key in your hand at the passing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because um, my son actually hired Steve twice in the last month. Mm-hmm. Right? And the first time was, how fast can I run away from this place? Right. Yeah. Um, but he had fallen madly in love with it. And, mm-hmm. and it was just like, by the time we get out, he was just like, it's literally falling down. Right. Um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the second one that we did Thursday, it was just like, okay, we found some issues. We'll address with the Homeowners Association after we own it. But it's great. Thanks. Exactly. And then, you know, in our business, we can't advise someone to buy or not to buy a home. You know, yeah. like that first house that I did for Michael or Bill's son there, uh, you know, I never know what people are paying. So sometimes the price may reflect, you know, the condition of the property. And Yeah. So if he was paying $100,000 for it, it might have been a great deal. Exactly. Yeah. Everything, Probably not. Everything no. has a <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. That had a serious I mean, water does, feature. Does that get, yeah. you know, sort of in a situation too, though? I mean, you obviously know Bill pretty well. I mean, you know me. I would assume, I would I would almost expect that you would say, Sharon, like pull me aside and say, Sharon, okay, I got my, you know, inspector hat off. Right. I'm just telling you, run from this thing. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Would you? Well, I I need to you know, know right yeah, now. By law, we really <laughs> cannot can. do that. You know, we even can't if you advise. took off your 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 hat and I, you were just my friend at that point. It, exactly. You know, there's a, there's a house uh, that's out in one of the Bridgewaters. There, you know, we actually mm-hmm. fell through the floor during the inspection. Oh my gosh! And the people bought the house, and this is probably are about, you kidding? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and but the price really reflected the condition, and this is all these folks could you know afford to purchase the home. He was a, you know not a contractor, but he was really handy. Mm-hmm. He's fixed the place up nice, and to okay. get into the place, 
it's better than renting. And uh, I bumped into him once, and he says, yeah, I'm doing everything slow but sure. But, hey, I'm in the house. That's the main thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and some and people just want to own. No, quite honestly, I've, I've hired Steve a couple times myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and the the first one that we went through, uh, we decided as we were halfway through the home inspection, it was just like, um, we're done. Yeah. And, yeah, we went through the floor of that house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. literally, it was six years old. And, yeah. and literally, uh, the screwdriver went right through a corner, and, and it was rotten. So, oh, yeah. And, 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 and the rot, just, I love that, that probe. Oh, yeah. 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 The city but, rat poker. But, but, when, <laughs> but when, when the three-foot screwdriver disappears, you know you got a problem. Exactly. You know, it's funny, because every time we go to one of the inspections, I always say, Steve, I want to learn something new when I go to these home inspections. But it was funny, because now I'm starting to use your terminology, and I was cracking up yesterday. Uh, a couple days ago, I went to a house. I was doing a CMA, first stop. Never been into the house before. And it's a woman who lives by herself in a big four bedroom colonial and she's like I said which way to the basement and she's like oh well I never go down there I go never she goes literally never like I put the tree down there she goes but there are so many cobwebs down there I don't even want to be down there Uh so I was like "All right, well let me see so when I went down there though it was so interesting to me there's all kinds of stuff on the ground that it's some type of bug or whatever I didn't and then I said to her I was like well I don't see any mice droppings but um, she's like mice oh my god I go oh no no mice would be good because that means you don't have rats <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> so I used your line you got it it worked yeah. yeah but she had stuff all over the place and I told her right away I said two things actually if you're thinking about putting your house in the market like upstairs was newer it was like 2007 that this thing was built but the 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 whatever was down there for bugs it didn't look like termite tubes but they were more like white like bucket like white little drop no they weren't droppings i don't know what they were almost like cobwebby stuff but like a bunch of them yeah they could just be spiders because yep. yeah, of like, all the like white crystallized yeah, yeah those are uh, cellar spiders that have been uh, cocooned everywhere yeah they're loaded no one's and termites. The downstairs for Nobody's quite a while i saw termite wings right and stuff like that look well, at me this is wings look at that <laughs> Folks, she's actually looking like she's going to spot wings. <laughs> I know. It's like more like quack like a duck. But I bet if I took out a termite right now, she'd run. I would run. Oh, like, no question. As fast no as question. I know. Oh, yeah. I got a text message. I think I was in Florida, actually, and Steve sends me a text message of a seven-foot termite oh, tube. That was that was one of the biggest. I, I had to put a, I had to put a, a tape seven. measure. Yes. Really? It was probably about the probably about one inch in diameter, this uh, termite Really? Tube. And it went that's, all the way. That's from, called an expressway. Exactly. It's, it's like the Ted Williams Tunnel yeah. there, and uh, but it didn't leak. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking at it. And I says, "No, nah, I can't be." Till I went over and uh, touched it, and uh, it, yeah. we broke it open. Oh and my the god! Termites yeah. were going up and down like I know. Oh, that like is an expressway. You yeah. got it. <laughs> Seven foot termite wow. tube. I've never seen that yeah. before. So I took a tape measure, put it next to it, just to you yeah. know, give depth to it. That's and, good. Uh, I'm going to be putting that on my on my uh, website too. All right. So why don't we back? up a little bit too. Again, uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Stephen Cook and Bill Conley 781-837-4900 If you have any questions about you know home inspections and we have Bill here so if you want to ask any questions about mortgages and some of the things you should think about. We, we got a couple of changes coming that I would probably want to talk about. Okay, we can talk about anything that you guys want to talk sure. about. <laughs> and when I say we, I'm talking about the mortgage and real estate industry, not yep. just my company. Okay, so. so we'll get to that at a little bit afterwards. Sure, Maybe yeah. after the break we can talk more about that stuff but what within uh home inspections why don't we start first of all with timeline i just want to explain to people when we put an offer in on a property so you're out there looking the market 
is busy because of low inventory. I want sellers to realize that that doesn't mean you should have a false expectation that the value of your house is much more than what it is. The appraisal, as you know, Bill, Mm -hmm. still has to come through, right? right? But we put timelines on things. So we have to say, okay, we will have our home inspection within 10 days of the accepted offer. So then we have the accepted offer on a Friday and then we tell our clients, well, make sure you call Steve right away. Call Imperial, set it up, set it up. Before you leave the car. Exactly. And what do they do? They forget. They don't think it's an emergency and they're calling on Monday. Now they only have, you know, they're three days into their 10 days and you're how far out now with scheduling? Probably uh, just about a week to 10 days out. You know, there's a few spots here in between, but, uh, you know, you get all that pent up. Um, you know, buyers from the uh, wintertime where mm-hmm. they really weren't purchasing because of the snow and stuff, and now they're all out in the market, you know, looking at the things, and they're ready to buy. And I think that there's an awful lot of people that have been renting for a number of years for a variety of, re- of reasons that are finally saying, guess what, it's going to be cheaper to own than just a, you know, so you get that type of situation. Right, and, mm-hmm. you know, the prices have stabilized, and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you know, they're holding the they're value, and they're going up, yep. you know, they're appreciating that. Yep. And one of the things, too, I see that is um, sellers are in a a very good position right now because there are low the people who are on the market and priced accordingly there's generally multiple offers that are going on in these properties right. i mean the medford area by the way mary's been showing a client of ours properties out in medford seventy thousand dollars over and waiving a home inspection which i'm not comfortable with but they wanted to do it because they found that's the only way you can get into that market down there and right. still not get an accepted I, I did two open houses last week one mm-hmm. in some of one in cambridge yep. for a realtor i do business with and both Units. One of them sold for a hundred thousand dollars over asking price, cash, no inspection. Yeah. The other one sold for three hundred thousand over asking price in Cambridge, cash, no inspections. It's nuts, yeah. isn't it? So I don't. I'm not a big advocate of waiving any home inspection, but what we're seeing is is that people. You know, when the home inspection happens, we're not seeing as many people come to us and say, well, this, that, and the other thing are wrong because right. they know that the seller's just going to say, all right, well, let's yeah. move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, we got three other people in line. Yep. Let's not tie this up and let's yep. get going. Yep. yep. So once you get to the property, I want to know, because I mean, you were with Bill recently this week and his son, what he buy a condo? Yep. Yes. So is there a difference between what you're doing when you're looking at a condo? And we've never talked about this versus looking at a single family. What are some of the differences? Uh, well, some of the differences is the common area items like that when they had a common area boiler which fed a uh, hot air furnace upstairs or a hydro system upstairs so you do a cursory look more at the uh, common area boilers just to make sure you know they're not leaking all over the floor and you know age-wise are they coming up in replacement you know that way you can see if the reserve fund is funded to pay for Mm -hmm. the new boilers or are they going to start having you know one-time assessments and dividing it by the amount of people that are inside the building Mm -hmm. Uh, but the outside we do a general look around out there just make sure the left rear isn't falling off or in uh, Bill's case or Michael's case there uh, there was a problem with the windows or the trim where water's been getting behind probably about 60% of the building's exterior wow. and some of the stucco uh, below the windows were starting to bubble out and fill with water and starting to uh, deteriorate so that's something that's pretty much on a big scale there and you, know, you want to see if you have the reserve funds to repair that so that's something universal that's going on in all in all of the units there not all of them. I'd say probably 50, 50 yeah, 60%. Yeah, probably about 50, 60%. Percent you know, if you them? walk around the building, yeah. yep. Huh. And so what do people do anyways? I'm wondering, you know, once something comes up with the condo association and something's from the exterior, is he just going to deal with the association? Right. Or does yeah. he have the seller deal with the association now? 
um, it, I got a feeling based on the time frame involved that there wouldn't be any way possible they could get that uh, that resolved between now and then, um, and it's going to affect everybody in the complex. Right. But everything else in the in the unit was fine. Right, um, and the main with, thing with on that, that is just making sure the association is aware of it so they can you know, get on top of it within a uh, yeah, you know, good timeline before it causes any serious, serious damage. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Steve did another inspection on a different property that Mike was interested in, and I went over the financials, and it was a disaster, absolute mm-hmm. disaster, HOA. And um, you know, I looked at this one, and everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, they're going to jump out on, on this and, and right. take a look. Oh, that was a beautiful place, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, so it's, uh, there's there's a huge difference. You got to look at not just the, the, the unit, but you got to look at, you know, if it's a condo, you got to take a look at what what's the mm-hmm. uh, financials of the homeowners association. Right. You know? yeah. One of the other things I always recommend to, oh, I always request when I have a buyer client that I'm working with that's purchasing a condo is I always request the last three to six months of the minutes of the meeting because that way there you can sort of go through and see have they been discussing certain things? Have they been discussing that, you know, building two needs a new roof? Uh, you know, unit three needs, you know, new decks. We have to repave. We need to reline. You know, um, the person in building one, I had this happen one time, you know, person in building one is harassing women in, in the parking lot, right. you know, so um, asking for the minutes is really huge because you can actually see what, what they have been talking about What's as an association. In the complex yeah. if you want to get involved with that stuff. Yep. And a lot of people don't ask for that information. So, and I know a lot of times when I ask for it, the people, the other agent is generally very confused. Like, why would you want that? And I was like, well, it's very telltale. I want to know what you guys are talking mm-hmm, about right. behind closed doors over mm-hmm. there. So uh, that helps a lot. So what are some of the other things that you find um oh yeah we uh, my breaks come up so fast we'll take a when we come back that's what we'll do so when we come back maybe steve you can start the whole process again and tell us some of the things that you're looking for this time of year based on what happened to us in the winter we talked about it a little bit the last time and how people can prevent bugs and oh, sure. all Absolutely. that other stuff yep. a little all right. bit of preventative perfect we'll talk about some preventative maintenance when we come back Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Hi, this is Bill Connolly from Mortgage Financial. Research shows that there are seven and a half reasons why first-time homebuyers are uncertain and not in the home buying market. Interest rates on home prices are still low. So why are first-time buyers still on the sidelines? I have the answers and we'll share them with you. Simply give me a call today at 781-871-1970. That's 781-871-1970. I can give you all the details on the right way to get on your path to buy, whether your goal is to own a home in five weeks, five months, or five years from now. And what's even better? It's free. 
Bill Connolly is an NMLS licensed mortgage originator in Massachusetts. His NMLS number is 48858. Mortgage Financial is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS company number is MC2644. All loans are subject to credit approval. You own a business or you're running a nonprofit or a municipality and you just might be somewhat overwhelmed with all the changes in state health care law, federal mandates, rules governing retirement, employee benefits. For instance, do your employees understand the value and costs of their current benefits? Oh, and by the way, what about tomorrow's changes in state and federal policy? Keeping up is a full-time job. You have better things to do. Longfellow Benefits of Boston and Norwell are benefits experts. To be somewhat formal, Longfellow Benefits offers strategic consulting that assists employers in providing wellness and health promotion programs and offers advisory services to provide insight, understanding, and answers. Longfellow handles the headaches. Visit the web at longfellowbenefits.com and leave the aspirin on the shelf. longfellowbenefits.com. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And, oh, and we're back. This is Sharon McNamara. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. Hope you're enjoying some of the sunshine out there in this nice long weekend that we have. So I hope you're doing some good things out there. Uh, I am here today, of course, with Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspection Services and along with Bill Conley, uh, the mortgage guy from Mortgage Financial. Thank you for staying. Thank you. I know you just went through a process and you used Steve as your home inspector. And I thought that that would be great talking about condos a little bit there before the break. If you have any questions for Steve um, in regard to home inspections and what goes on in a home inspection, what you can expect. You know, a lot of times we hear from people like, oh, I can't believe my home inspector didn't catch that. I'm curious about what some of those things are, if people could call. Well, a lot of times, uh, you know, when they don't catch that or things of that nature, they, you know, sometimes you do miss things and you miss it, you get up, you know, make it, you know, make it right for everybody. But uh, Mm -hmm. some things before, uh, you know, you get into the inspection process, make sure you check with the uh, inspector that he's going to be inspecting things that you do, you know, want in particular like appliances, termites, things of that nature, which are usually not inspected under a uh, regular home inspection. Okay. Yeah. But you're, if you see things that show evidence of, you're generally, you generally will bring that. Like if I don't, I, I, if I don't ask for a full pest inspection, but you see wings, like you would say, oh, it looks like you might have termites, right? Right. I would mention that. But uh, there's some, you know, if you were to follow the home inspection guidelines right by the letter of the law, you do not have to report that. Oh, really? Right, because you're not proficient in that or you may not know. Really? Exactly. Oh, just because, so you are proficient in that, that's why you're sort of bringing it up. Like you sent me that seven foot termite tube. Termite tube. But generally speaking, even if you saw that, you could just walk right by it and say. 100%. I did not know some guys that. Did may you know not that? some guys may not be proficient or not trained in that or you know like there's some inspection firms which will not check for uh, check the appliances inside the home oil huh. tanks uh, sub pumps uh, you're prohibited from inspecting those two items can you see the shock on my face about the whole termite thing anyways about the bugs and exactly. all that other stuff even like like if you see like you know um, Mice poop. I don't right. know. You yeah, Jimmy's. <laughs> Jimmy's. You can't say anything about that either. Or ants. Uh, you don't have to say anything about it. 
Wow. Right. Okay, so when people call for an inspection, should they say, you know, I want to make sure that he's looking for these things, and then would it be extra for that? Uh, no, we include those. That's where you take, like, a base home inspection where you're okay. following the letter of the law, and uh, we do go above, you know, what the minimum requirements are, where we oh. do check any of the built-in appliances. We do a visual for, uh, you know, wood-boring uh, insects. That's a huge selling feature. Why I've known you for how many years, and right. I didn't realize. It's, it's, it's funny you should say that, because literally in the last couple of years, I've written quite a few VA loans, and every VA loan requires a wood-boring insect yeah. uh, report. Most home inspectors charge extra for that, uh-huh. and, the, and the buyer can't pay for it. The oh, yeah, the seller can, has okay? to, yeah. No, somebody besides the buyer, okay? Yeah. These guys include it for free. You yeah. include it for free? We yeah. include it uh, if, it's a, if it's requested at the time of the inspection. We include it uh, at no additional charge. And we do give a supplemental letter with that addressing what Bill is saying is the VA or sometimes the FHA will not accept the form unless the seller's paid for it or you have a uh, thing from the company saying it was included at no additional charge with the home inspection fee. Yeah. And then you have your uh, pest ID number on it too. Yeah, and I had, I had a guy that literally would, a home inspector that I had no idea who this person was, he wouldn't release the form until he got paid. Right. And it was just like, okay, we know that the veteran can't pay for it. Who's paying for it? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it came down to it, it held up the loan because of this, this home inspector. Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. I didn't, I, I mean, I knew that you always looked around, but I guess because I generally don't have other people that are going through that I don't pay much attention to think that they don't mention it. Right. And I guess I should be concerned if they do and they're not licensed. Right. Like, to know that stuff. It's like asbestos now. If we feel something is probably asbestos, we go asbestos-like material. We don't, where you're not proficient or licensed in that field, you can't say it's asbestos, wow. even if it says, this is asbestos <laughs> made by, wow. you know. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> made I know. by John Manville, you know. And that's and the shame of everything, though, is, I mean, everything is like a lawsuit, right? right? You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it really comes down to for a lot of people, which is... Right. You can't say if the house is structurally sound anymore, oh. because you need an engineering <laughs> degree to say structurally sound that's like me when i'm advertising a client that we just put a new listing on yesterday and she goes well i want you to change the description to say family friendly neighborhood and i go legally i can't right <laughs> and she's like i don't understand we have kids running all over the place around here and it's yeah. a family friendly neighborhood i go yeah but i would be discriminating against people who don't have families yeah. so yeah there's a lot of regulations that people don't understand that we have to do right but 95 oh, percent yeah. of the people mm. are great you know you have the process yeah. you go through it that's you know it's that phone call afterwards where yeah. You know, you always got to guide yourself against it. It's like, you know, drinking coffee. You know, a lot of times people bring coffee and donuts during the inspection. And uh, we don't partake in that because if something gets spilled, you know, now the homeowner is looking who's going to clean my carpets and my couch. Oh. You know, because someone spilled coffee or dropped sugar here or there. And, you know, when they go to blame someone, you know, that just kind of takes, you know, takes our you company out of, of the equation saying, you know, we don't partake in that. You know. Or like when the TV came crashing off the wall because the father was trying to look exactly. behind it. Did you hear yeah. about that? No. Yeah, we had one, uh, it was one of the towns and uh, it was during the weekend and you had four or five people there during the inspection and you had the father and the father-in-law doing their own inspection on the home <laughs> and they went up in this beautiful 60-inch uh, TV on the wall there. The father-in-law pulls it back and it fell off the wall. 
during the home inspection. M. G. Yeah, <laughs> it hit the bureau and then the I, glass broke they and the corner went don't, into the old floor. They don't floor. bounce well. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of like I feel a little like sadistic or something. Like I I think that's funny. Like I I, I mean what what are people thinking? Right, right. You know, and, you know we're downstairs in the kitchen checking something and he hit a crash that? upstairs and the listing broke. I, I swear she had a heart attack and. Uh, I bet though. I mean, because you can understand. I mean, for a seller point of view, you have strangers coming through your house and they're looking through things and right. you know. It is, you know, it is, I mean, ripping TVs off the wall. Right. It was just like last week. We're not supposed to move couches. And uh, what happened was it was, again, uh, you know, relatives of the buyers there. says, well, we got to look behind the couch. He pulls the couch out and had to be a pebble or something <gasps> below the leg of the couch. And it left a scratch mark 10 oh. inches on the floor. I mean, dug in there probably oh about gosh. a 64th of an inch. And then he pushed it back and it just glared out on these beautiful oak floors big scratch right across so i want did they end up buying the house i, I, I never know after you never I know like after i huh? never like on uh, bill son's house uh, i never knew he didn't purchase that house up there oh really yeah. until he got hired the second time exactly <laughs> yes well that's almost better too though because again you hear like these things oh yeah you know when things were slow like oh the home inspectors are looking for everything so that way there you you'll go and do another home inspection i'm like that's sort of crazy i don't think right. that's true right. you know so tell us some of the other things when you're starting to go through the house, when you're starting from the outside and you're going in. What are the major things that you're looking for this time of year? This time of year is, is going to be uh, insects mm. and, uh, you know, active carpet ants walking up the side of the home or as you're going around looking at the exterior of the foundation, looking for uh, termite tubes, mm-hmm. things of that nature there. Yeah. yeah. So what are some of the preventative things that people can do other than the obvious having the house sprayed and, and treated and everything? What are some of the other things that people 100% can do? 100% is all wood soil contact. You always want to be able to see your foundation at least six to you know six to eight inches around the whole exterior of the home. Mm-hmm. Even if you do put mulch, you know, up against the house, try to stay away from you know stay away from pine bark mulch. Mm-hmm. You know, get more into the cedars and. Mm-hmm. You know, like those little sugar ants, like everyone seems to be having ants and right. stuff now. Those all are basically coming from the exterior and working their way in somehow, right. right? They'll come up through a little crack in the foundation. They'll get into the dog food and, you know, they'll find the food very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And in the case of Mackenzie being on the first floor, she has um, she's up back up at St. Michael's. She's doing an internship for admissions and ants and all of her food and right. when I, she's on the first floor and I remember when I was up there they had all these little ant piles all outside and right. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be that mom you know the helicopter mom like oh you should call maintenance and tell them she to spray already, she already knows you're that mom <laughs> <laughs> I know I know so what are some of the other things as you're looking around outside that are sort of telltale from what happened this winter that's what I'm sort of curious about because as I'm walking around I'm sort of looking like that woman's house I went into she never goes in the basement right. she had a slider downstairs and I can see all water damage in her uh, fireplace I could see effervescence yep. you know I feel like feel like I'm sort of smart when I'm well, looking you at have some been of these hanging things. around him too long yeah. I know right big three syllable words yeah. <laughs> but the main thing we're still seeing now is the evidence of we've had ice dams you know you're yeah. looking at the siding very closely or the walls inside you'll still see the evidence of the rust stains you know coming down on the exterior side and from where the water was behind there mm-hmm. and the same thing with the patched you know walls you know ceiling joints up on the top how are you able dams. to see when someone had did a patch job you know uh, what i mean usually we take a flashlight and you can't get everything a hundred percent and uh, if we put a flashlight on the wall you can see where the seams are and mm-hmm. you know if something's been patched or if they you know move light fixtures and so around yeah and the other is gutters you know the gutters are just poorly pitched or half fallen off the home or bending down yeah or bending downwards yep mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now at your place, I mean, with your condo, I mean, how how did you fare during over the winter? Did they take care of it or any of the damage? Because it's exterior. Wouldn't like condo associations do that? The rule in our place is that basically if, if there's any leaking coming in, then the condo association will get the ice and stuff off the roof. Um, and just so happened that my next door neighbor had, had the problem. And uh, the uh, because we're so close to each other, the ice was the same for, for both of us. Uh, they, they cleared that off, but quite honestly, it was, that was the only place in the entire complex that had the, had the problem. And it wasn't bad. Hmm. Are you seeing any increase in mold? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we see a lot of the staining and stuff inside the home. And again, that's one of those areas we don't delve into mold. You know, if we, you know, if it comes up and hits you in the face during the inspection, you go, hey, listen, you may want to have this checked out, but yeah. uh, we're not really uh, mold experts. So there's so a special mold inspector? There are people that do mold inspections outside. Some companies take samples and they try to figure out, you know, what's causing the problem. You know, sometimes if you just treat it, you know, you're, not, you're not eliminating what caused it. Right. So they want to find out what caused it first. Then, you know, find out if it's good mold, you know, is it blue cheese, hey, yeah. you know, deal with it that way. Or, it. Yeah. or does it contain, you know, microtoxins mm-hmm. or things of that nature and you got to deal with it a little bit differently. Where is the majority of the molds that you're seeing in what area of the house? Usually basements and uh, below bathrooms and attics. And attics in particular, you know, a lot of times just poor ventilation up top, mm-hmm. being over-insulated and, you know, not putting adequate amount of it. Uh, ventilation to compensate for the amount of yeah. insulation. Why can you tell just our listeners to like some of the things that they should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to the ventilation? Because I see people who will stuff insulation in their soffit vents because they can see the outside, or right. they go up in the attic and it seems really cold or really hot, so they're trying to do whatever to try to justify. Yeah, that's where it's when you have like the three different temperatures. You know, you have the house temperature, the attic temperature, and the outside air temperature, and you always want to try to keep the attic inside temperature as close to the outside temperature as you know close as possible and uh, and again that's through uh, ventilation like you were mentioning on the uh, soffit vents a lot of people go up there you know with the light off in the attic they can see out beyond the gutters and oh my goodness I have a leak in there yeah. so they go up there they buy four <laughs> or five rolls of insulation they stuff it out toward the edge and you go to the home inspections you know exactly what they've done when you look at the uh, overhang where the gutters are or on raised ranches mm-hmm. you have that big overhang and it's all black underneath or you push the plywood and put your finger right through it or it's delaminated and they just over insulate it you know you don't want to insulate over that unheated area you want to keep the heat mm-hmm. in the area below inside the home it's funny too because over the winter i would look as i would be driving down the street when we had all the snow and i would be like oh they have an insulation problem up there they <laughs> they don't have enough insulation because i could see they didn't have snow on the right. roof yeah, so th- yeah so everything in the house all the heat from the house was going up into the attic right, right. Is that- you see that on capes in particular all of a sudden like the you know the bottom three feet are the eave area of a cape the snow is gone but the uh, snow is right up on the peak you know six inches deep mm. and that's because the attic is insulated but the eaves are not yeah well the good news is, is we don't have snow right now so right. what are some of the things that people should be thinking about now that they can take care of so they don't have any of this ice damage for next year there's not too much you can do about it you no? know when you have your roof replaced if you ever have that done uh, you know ice and water shield is sometimes your best uh, defense Mm-hmm. You know, but if ice dams are going to happen, they're going to happen. You know, yeah. ice you and know, water shield is is what up to three feet. Uh, yeah, it goes about three feet, and it's like a uh, rubber membrane that actually you know sticks to both the shingles and to the roof, and uh, it kind of gives a nice tight surface so water 
can't get in through there. So mm-hmm. even though the ice dams are forming on the outside, that membrane helps prevent the water from uh, leaching its way into the Because m- when you were on with, we were on one time with Michael, I think you were there too, right? Wasn't Michael talking about doing like something, like brass or something? Not What, what was it that he was thinking about doing all the way around? He was going to do something around his house. Right, there's there, there uh, metal pl- panels yep. you can buy. You see those more up in, uh, up north, uh, and they're uh, panels. They're made out of metal, and the mm-hmm. snow just slides right off of them, and they sit uh, probably about 24 inches up. You know, yeah, I was just going to say probably a foot and a half, two feet right. up, yeah. Hmm. And the snow just doesn't and stick they, to they it. They literally take the shingles off, and that's, that's, that is your roof. Right. The only um, thing you got to watch hmm. for is the snow slides off of that. So if you have air conditioning compressors down below, gas meters oh. and stuff like that, you have something that's accumulating it. and it, you know, it drops at 20 feet. You know, you got a you know 100, 150 pound you know, projectile coming down to <laughs> that uh, item. We saw that in uh, one condominium complex up in Abington, where probably about 25 percent of the air conditioning compressors were all smashed. Really? You know, they're all wow. instead of being three feet high, they were two feet. They were just the snow just hit them, you know, huh. dropping that 20, 25 feet. I'm wondering if it's where my mother is. Yeah. Uh, so she'll have to, is it? Do you I know, don't you don't know. know where my mother is? Nope. Okay. I'll have to see if that's one. It's a big complex. That's a huge complex. Okay. Yep. yep. That's where my mother is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's an older one. It used to be apartments before. Oh, okay. They yeah. Then it, it isn't. Yes. Now this was yeah. all sort of newer and everything. Um, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate along with Bill Conley and um, Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspection Services. And uh, the phone number here at the studio is 781-837-4900. Bill, where do you think everybody is this morning? Uh, enjoying this beautiful day. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody's out. Well, hey. They're at Home, Dep- Home Depot and Lowe's. You know, That's you right. The pocket <laughs> lots are packed over there. Yep. Well, let's hope it's for the plants and yep. not like, you know, everybody trying to do new construction on their, yep. you know, some construction on their house I on their it, own. You know, all the cars are going out with the tailgate almost hitting the ground, so they must have the mulch sale going on. You know what, though? <laughs> that is a good point, though, for you, like when people are doing things on their own. I mean, do you, you can clearly tell when somebody pulled a permit or not, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. why don't you, you know what, why don't we take our 1040 break and when we come back i want you to tell everybody how you can tell the different things that homeowners are doing so people can watch out for that things they sure shouldn't thing. be diying yes yeah. exactly and perfect example is one house that i did yesterday and i can uh, go into that perfect we'll be right back imperial inspection services complete home inspection services radon testing featuring on-site results with electronic testing lead paint inspection title 5 inspection pest inspection including fha and va call seven days a week 1-800-440-1141 or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com with 28 years experience in two convenient locations braintree and cape cod except credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured, 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? 
What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Fifty percent more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara now, one hour every Saturday morning on ninety-five nine WATD. Oh, and we're back. If you couldn't tell, you were back before we were. So <laughs> you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. I haven't been here in a while. It seems I've been on, you know, doing a couple things. I was in Disney last week with my daughter and moving her out of school back into school and all that craziness. So we've had some people filling in for me. It feels good to be back here. I like that you're in the big seat over there. Though. I know that's a strange. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So you're the one that's supposed to watch Jesse, and he tells us when we're coming back. Oh, okay. So, um, but we are back again. I am with Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspector services. Uh, again, I am with Bill Conley from Mortgage Financial. Again, thank you for staying. Thank you. You look a little sleepy right now, though. Things good, or am I just boring you to tears? No, it's been a rough week, but I'll... Oh, okay. It's another story for another day. Okay, perfect. So before we left, we were talking about, um, again, if you want to call 781-837-4900, we know that everybody's out there, you know, going back and forth to Lowe's and Home Depot and all that good stuff, getting all your mulch and plants and all that stuff. Hopefully we don't have another freeze, but... Um, Bite your tongue. I know, yeah. I know, but sometimes that happens, doesn't it? I it mean, does, but I, I think that's I think all we're all done set. with at this point. All right, we're good. I looked, I looked in the forecast to talk about from Tuesday through the end of next week in the 80s. Really? Perfect. In the 80s. Perfect weather. You know what? I have I to work... I don't there's going to be any freezes in there. Yeah, that's good because I have to work after today's show. I have to work until probably about 5-ish and then tomorrow I'm trying to take it easy, you know, to go to some cookouts and stuff but I have to work again on Monday so um, maybe I can sneak out... I shouldn't say that on the air, though, right? right. I'm going to try to sneak out of the office maybe next Friday and go out on the boat. Hey. Yeah, I think and, Mark's putting the boat in the water. Everybody has your cell phone number. So <laughs> I know. Call you. They Sharon, can join me. It depends <laughs> on how far he goes as to whether or not they're in. Right. Set up yeah. a periscope on the yeah. uh, boat. Exactly. Yeah, periscope. I know. I was telling them that we were broadcasting live, so we can do that. But again, we're here talking about home inspections, and it's been great, Steve. I know you've been with us um, since January every single month, and right. it's been awesome. I mean, we've had other just different topics all the time, and it's such an important important topic of what you do. So um, I'm so glad that you did that. Um, I'm also just going to do a little housekeeping for me. I mentioned earlier on Michael's show, uh, June 14th, Alyssa um, McNamara-Reed and I will be doing our next Financially Secure Women event. And uh, we've had three. The first time we had 80 women. Second time we had like 65. Last time we had 50, but we had snow. So about 25 to 30 showed up. Um, we're not exactly sure. We haven't pinpointed the venue exactly. Uh, we're pretty sure it's going to be in Hingham, but we want to give the date out. I'll be updating the website today, which is Financially Secure 
ourwomen.com. We are going to be talking about um, real estate when you sell your property and how that impacts your financial future and well-being. So um, it is going to be a good one uh, that we're going to talk about. Is it the right is right sizing the the right thing for you to do right now and when you do right size do you take all that money bill do you take all that money and buy another like condo for the same amount you have four hundred thousand dollars cash you go buy a four hundred thousand dollar house or do you put half in retirement funds and half in buying the house and get a mortgage you know what the answer is it depends. There you go. All right. So we're going to talk about that. Again, that date is going to be Sunday, June 14th from 10 to 12. Um, we are going to be doing more of a continental brunch with, you know, bagels and stuff like that rather than wine and cheese and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I think it, it's, it's a very timely and very important topic. Um, I was talking to another realtor the other day and he was telling me about a, a listing that he took. And the seller is selling a two-family. Mm-hmm. that has been in the family, quote-unquote, forever. Yeah. Unquote. And uh, she and her roommate want to sell this place and downsize. And I said, did you refer them to a CPA? And he goes, no, why? Mm-hmm. I said, because if they've owned it forever, I said, and you told me what the price was, there's going to be some capital gains issues. Yeah. And he goes, but, no, there's no buts. I said, you know, because it's a two-family, they'll get some sort of an exemption for the owner-occupied side, but not for the not yeah. for the rental side. And he goes, oh, crap. I went, yeah, oh, crap yeah. is right. There yeah. are a lot of things that people have to think about um, when they are doing those things. So that's why, again, that financially secure women, it's women empowering women. It's not that we have anything against men, but we've noticed that women aren't don't tend to be asking the right questions. They just don't know because... No, and it's frequent. I've had women frequently come in to me and say, I specifically went looking for a financial planner that was a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fine. You can't do that. Not a problem. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> you personally. You'll never be <laughs> no, a no, woman. No, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Put a wig on. <laughs> um, no, yes, that, so. that would be a sight. No, <laughs> no. I'm, that's a whole, that's, no. Yeah. So, I will be updating. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, not having a, I'm not having meetings with Barbara Walters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can bring in your kids and yeah, talk no, about no, when no, you were no, a guy. No, 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 you can't. <laughs> Um, so I will be updating the website again. It's financiallysecurewomen.com, and that's going to be June 14th. So um, I will. You can go in there and register, and we'll be talking about it more uh, in the upcoming weeks. It's coming up soon. The other date I want to give out is June 11th. So uh, Steve, you already know about this. The, we're having cheese and wine and crackers yes, at the, the office. Yes, the wine and cheese. Yes. So you know your whole office is invited to come to that. Thank you. Uh, we invited Bill to come to that as well. Thank you. Um, and I'm inviting listeners. So if you want to meet the co-hosts, it's something that I'm just doing at Boston Connect Real Estate right here in. Uh, uh, Pembroke on 139, really convenient to get to. So if you want to meet the faces behind the microphones, we thought it would be nice to have a little uh, wine and cheese and crackers, little get together. Absolutely. Yeah. That so that's going like to be good time. yeah June 11th from five to seven. Yes. Yeah, five to seven. So uh, write that down on your calendars if you want to meet all of us. Uh, there'll be all the other co-hosts from my show and I believe Michael McNamara's show as well. So I hope you can join us. All right. So um, in the last minutes that we not last minutes, we still have ten full minutes. Uh, some of the things you wanted to talk about. One was you're going to highlight on how you can tell when people don't pull permits. And then secondly, you were going to talk about why it's important not to have your whole family around you when you're doing a home inspection. Right. You know, it's usually better to stay right with the inspector. That way you can see, you know, what you're going to see later on written in the report. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you're good, you know, you know, feel and, you know, an eyeball. So when you get home at night, 
you're reading through the report and you know it says a bad piece of sill or a rotted window at least you have the visual representation to say yeah i know where that is and mm-hmm. you know rather than going up to the house at two in the morning with a flashlight scaring the people trying to find the <laughs> same thing that we uh, yeah. had there before yeah and but a lot of times if you get distractions when the friends are there the parents and stuff like that they're all kind of doing their own thing and you know you know for the first 15 minutes they're interested in the inspection but they're off you know picking a room color or you know, just kind of going around yeah, it is. I, I always tell people, put on your jeans and right. get down and dirty. You know, yeah. it's it's it, it's going to be if if it works, it's going to be your house, right? And then what happens is, you know, later on that night they'll give a call. Says, "Geez, I didn't see that. I was upstairs with my father. What was that on the boiler now?" Yeah, and you know, it's hard to describe over the phone because the boiler cover would be already off. Yeah, and I'd be showing them what's going on inside. Do you sort of do sort of a preliminary like commentary to them when you start? Like, I know that you have your family here with you, or do you think that the agent, like as a buyer's agent, should no, I be I saying those things? Two, two times I'll say, you know, as soon as we get on the property, usually it's better if you stay with me. That way, if I come across something, it's a lot easier to see it rather than just having it written down. Mm-hmm. Now, if they go off and do it, I give them, a, you know, a second time I ask them, and then just kind of leave it alone. And yeah, because you're not taking pictures of all these things as you're going through, no, so. No. Yeah, so yeah. you really have to be there to see it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then a lot of times at the end, they'll say, geez, you know, can you go back through the whole house? And I, I don't have the time. And that's when I tell them the second time through, I just don't have the time to go through this whole thing after we're done. So it's better to stay yeah. you know, with me. Yeah. Well, I think that that's something good, though, for me to know as a buyer's agent. And I think when I have my next office meeting with the agents, I, I will bring that up. I think that that is an important thing for them to realize. I mean, your time is valuable. So certainly you can't go around again because, you know, you know your right, dad, your mom was than, there. You know, and more than enough time. And we always build an extra half hour in just in case something happens, a lockbox doesn't open, someone gets stuck in traffic, we build that extra time in there. But to Oh, I did like your story. <laughs> Which one was that? We did an inspection at Harbor Towers. Okay. Was it the twelfth floor? Yeah, yeah. We got stuck out on the out on the uh, patio. This is uh, getting getting like Bill's house, uh, his son's house. There's a lot on, on the, his on, the on Michael's door. deck out there. Oh. If you go out on the deck on his and shut the door, and if it's locked, you're stuck out there. Oh so, my! So yeah, now I tell people since we got stuck, up. I told Michael to hide a key out on his porch someplace oh. in case he gets stuck. But we were doing uh, one on the Harbor Towers and. Uh, out in the porch there, and the buyer came out, and then the broker came out and turned around and shut the door. Did were you like ah? And I said, oh, <laughs> now we're out there. <laughs> we're trying to get back them. in, and we're yelling down at the security guard down at the uh, parking lot, and he can barely hear us because we're yeah. on the 12th floor. And oh my goodness, how long ago was that? That's key. a funny story. Oh, that was a long time ago, probably yeah. about 10 years or so ago. That's funny. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, funny because you weren't yeah. the one out there. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It was good weather that day, good view, so yeah, but we had the best of it. That's a really good point, though. I'm glad that you said that, though, because now Michael will probably never do that. You know, he'll have the key I know there. what I'm buying him as a, as a, as a housewarming gift. It's, it's going to be a, 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 a key. A key. A key. A key. A key. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because one of the things that I think is important, and when I say to people, you know, you really, I tell my clients, like, this is your time to be with your home inspector. Right. So you, and I, I, I say it as we're writing an offer, right. because I'm going through all the timelines, and I'll say, you know, your mom is going to be excited, your dad's going to be excited, you know, especially if it's like a newer marriage, so the parents are sort of, you know, newly getting to know each other. I was like, don't get distracted by what they want. I said, they're always going to pull you in one direction, but keep in mind, your home inspector is over here. He'll right. get to it, right. but just, you know, stay with them. And they, they still do it. I mean, there was one time I was, you know, doing something else, and I don't know, like, I, oh, you know, sometimes what I'll do is, if we're with other agents or 
that the, when the listing agent is hovering over you, it's a very uncomfortable feeling for right. everybody. Sometimes what I'll do is like if I'm like back talking to the agent, you know, so you can sort of go on your way and sort of do your thing, right. you know, and then I see my client and she's like, oh, should I be with him? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you absolutely. should be the whole time. I'm keeping the listing agent, bro- the listing agent <laughs> occupied <laughs> for a reason. We'll go do that. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, you not only are looking for what's wrong, really, I mean, but you are going through some important maintenance items of, you know, here's where the, you know, you change filters. You know, the filters. water shutoff is, you know, filter changes, you know, if you have, you know, if a you know pipe breaks and water's going all that, here's the main water shutoff. Mm-hmm. You know what to shut off during the winter time on the outside of the homes, and those are things that's more of a running uh, commentary. You know, yeah. as I'm going through, I'm discovering these things and showing it rather than have to run upstairs. Oh, let me show you this. Let me show you this, and then yeah. it gets old after a while. And yeah, you can't do that. I mean, you possibly can't do all of no, that. Not it's at it's all. funny because I know frequently by the time they come to apply for a loan, I try to delay the loan application until after they've gone through the home inspection mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the thing, you know, they, they keep saying, oh, we want to do this, want to do that, want to do the other thing. And when we, I've made the appointment up front, I usually say to them when they go through the, with the home inspector, make sure that you listen to what they say are important things to do on a scale of 1 to 10. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want you doing 10 to 1. Right, and that's yeah. what I do. I yeah. do a lot of, you know, things. this is your top 10, you know, you know, we make this 13 or 14, don't worry about it, but it's something down the road, you know, it's something to anticipate. Mm-hmm. And the other key thing is during the, you know, on a home inspection, we can only converse with the people that actually contracted us or the buyer's, or the, uh, buyer's broker with a signed contract. We can't talk to, uh, say, the homeowner of the house oh, yeah. after the inspection. We just had one this morning uh, oh. uh, where someone sent us an email. It was the homeowner of the house. I guess the deal didn't go together. And uh, <laughs> she, wanted us, she wanted us to go you know, <laughs> through the inspection report so she can fix the things that came across. And it's just something we can't discuss, you know, because mm-hmm. the buyers paid us. Yep. But I called the buyer to let him know. He says, no, I don't want you, you know, conversing yep. with the homeowner. and. Yeah, and then one of the things that I did, though, is one of my transactions fell apart. I was actually the listing agent and the buyer's agent on that transaction, and you did the home inspection, sure. and the the, sell, the buyer decided not to go forward. And I did, you know, I told my client why and some of the things, and we got permission from the buyer for my seller to hire you. Right to come back to the house right. and do all, you know, to go through the house again. So he did pay you to go right. through the house exactly. again. yes. Yeah, so, um, but that was very helpful though because, you know, and there were little, there were a lot of little things that, who cares about like some, when the door shut, like the whole. Yeah, a lot of people just don't know where to look to find, you know, the yeah. items plus. So he went ahead and fixed every single thing that was on the on the, on the list. And so then it, it helped him. it all him. went together. You yeah. know, someone probably just didn't want to get involved with doing that much work and then, you know, walk in, bring the toothbrush and yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that, at that you point, go. sometimes you get buyer's remorse at that point. Yeah. I'm going to find any reason to get out of this. Day. Oh, yeah. Right. So. Yeah, we have a lot of that. We, yeah. A lot of scams going on. I don't know if you heard about the scam where people are going uh, in there, um, going through processes, and then they're giving like P&S purchase and sales, you know, the second deposit check, even sometimes the first deposit check, giving it to, you know, the escrow agent to hold, which would be the listing agent, the company, holding it. Then they ask for a release right away after they give the check. Like one day, the next day, they're asking for a release. These companies are releasing checks in large amount of monies and lo and behold before they even realized that there was an issue there making fake checks so by the time the bank catch up catches up with it you know days have passed and those people have the money and have left yep. so you're giving this, them a good check and they're yeah, giving you a bad check exactly thousand dollars ahead 
Exactly. So things to think of. Uh, we have a few minutes left, but... Um, I heard you, a doorbell. Yeah, you heard the doorbell. And that gives me a chance to talk a little bit about some open houses. Probably not going to be a ton of them this weekend, uh, just because it is Memorial Day weekend. However, if you do go online and you do see some houses that you want to see, certainly give me a call at 781-294-4848. I could uh, get you a free... Not a free. Well, it is free. I can give you a um, personal showing of that property if you would like to do um, a showing maybe one day next week. Uh, my phone number again is 781-294-4848. Again, I'm Sharon McNamara. And uh, one of the bigger things that I've been working on too is helping both buyers and sellers navigating the home buying and selling process at the same time is very difficult yes. right now because the sellers are selling, but there's no place to go. So lining up all those dates, yeah. as you know, Bill, that's the important part. Yeah, and everything's going contracts. at high speed now. Yeah. Yep. So um, a couple final thoughts for you and we can give... Uh, Steve, a couple final seconds as well, too, that he can end up with. But you know, can you talk about real quick? I know we should have given more time. What's coming up in the pipeline for changes, regulations? August 1st, uh, any mortgage application after August 1st goes through totally new disclosures, uh, both on the front end, which really doesn't affect too much of anything as far as the timing is concerned, but it changes things hugely on the back end uh, because now the, the uh, buyer has to have settlement uh, numbers and disclosures minimum of three business days prior to closing um, and email or mail or FedEx um, adds another three days onto that so you're looking at roughly about seven to ten days ahead of time that numbers have to be done so there won't wow. be any rush closings anymore on the other end so that's going to impact all of our dates yes. I feel as if you I mean you really have to be organized and prepared and again Bill and I talk about this a lot when we do shows you know the two-hour shows especially you know having a team representing you that understands what all these timelines are navigating buying and selling this Co is important choreography is going to be important going forward yeah you should be dancing well with the people who are taking care of you Bill how can people get in touch with you too 781-871-1970 thank you and that number one more time 781 871-1970. Okay, right. Steve, everybody and, uh, give them your information and we'll put all this on it. our uh, podcast. You can reach us at 1-800-440-1141. Uh, Again, 1-800-440-1141 or email imperialinspectionservices.com. Well, thank you so much. I don't know where you are with us you know, for the upcoming months, but we'll see you June 11th. I'm sure. To all our listeners, Cheese and Crackers at Boston Connect Real Estate at 31 Squisset Street, uh, June 11th. You're all invited. Cheese and Crackers and Wine. Um, you can come meet some of the co-hosts. We'll Excellent. talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thanks. Have a good week.